why do you think people change when they go to uni or college you know like is it who they were from the beginning and they just had restrictions or maybe it's just like they find people who complement their personalities and then that just brings the rule their what can i say they rule them out you know like the actual them or mm. maybe it's exposure it's, uh, i think it's, it's a lot of reasons at times it is just the rule them was like just caged at home yeah. at times it's, it's exposure at times just peer pressure okay for yeah. me i thought like mainly it's peer pressure yeah you know in as much as a person wants to like you know we people i feel like change is the same with her moves hand in hand with emotions mm-hmm. you know like it's like when you want to love someone you know one thing people don't really get is love doesn't really start from the heart mm. it actually starts from the mind before it actually reaches the heart because um it's 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 when you know like do you know a time where you think like you like someone you really really like someone you can't stop thinking about them and you're like oh i want to spend time with them mm-hmm. almost every time and then the moment this person tells you they're in a relationship you just be like oh it's gonna hurt but you move on quickly it's because you didn't really love them like with your heart but you used to think about them Mm-hmm. So your brain gave you this notion to say you're falling in love, but you haven't really fallen in love, because uh, if you've noticed relationships, huh, the moment that feeling goes away, you still stick to the person, then you truly love them, because when you stop consistently thinking about them, you start noticing the strengths they have. You know, yeah. like you find out that you hate how they chew, you hate the cologne they use, but you tend to adapt because your heart is now in it. It's not only your mind because as, as if we notice something, the mind doesn't keep something, doesn't store something for a long time. Mm-hmm. It changes. So I feel like that's how, if it's personality, a person can easily control themselves. Like what you said earlier, yeah. you know, like you thought you weren't going to use your degree, but after that, your emotions were in it. You felt the impact of what that person said and you sent the signal to your mind and you changed. Yeah. You see, the mind is a is a, is a how can I say this? The mind is a powerful uh, is a powerful thing. As in the the mind, the brain, because there's actually a difference between the mind and the brain. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the brain is like a very very powerful thing. Because mm-hmm. even if I'm not mistaken, even pain when you feel pain, your mind has to see send a signal. So this is pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you feel the pain mm-hmm. but that's the reason why when when somebody has got an issue like mental issues mm-hmm. it's possible might not feel something okay. yeah it's possible uh even when what, what happens when, when somebody you know when somebody takes too much alcohol for example mm-hmm. and somebody's punching him or doing you know at times they don't feel the pain the pain it's simply because uh, alcohol is a depression yeah yeah so it, it it makes you slow it really makes your your, your mind uh, your, your brain function slow yeah. and that's one of the reasons why somebody can't really feel the pain in the moment yeah so when you say when you're talking about love being uh starting from the mind it, it's it reminds me of somebody who said love is a decision more than a feeling yeah the feelings are, are, mm-hmm. are important as well but yeah. all in all you have to decide yeah yeah 
and uh, yeah so when it comes to personality and university uh, at times what happens is at home uh, okay I don't know if this ever happened to you but at home they know you are somebody else and at school they know you are somebody else True. Yeah, maybe, I have. maybe in one place they know you as somebody who's very quiet, and the other place they know you as somebody who's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I have, I have actually experienced that before. Um, for me, how I am uh, when I meet new people, like for example, not new people that I meet like one to one, like maybe. Okay, the way you and me met, we were talking before, right? But when I just randomly meet people, I'm mostly like quiet. Oh, okay. Like I'm a quiet type, and it's like, oh, okay, okay, because I'm observing the surrounding and what type of person the the people want yeah. to see. And you know, at times I don't even, you know, show who I really am. Yeah. So when they, you know, like there are those people who meet and be like, ah, oh, my palace is loud, and I was like, are you sure my palace is loud? <laughs> you know, it's it's some I I, I have really experienced yeah. that. So so the reason why I said that is because expressing your true self has to deal with you being comfortable in the space that you're in yeah so it so even when it comes to you meeting new people it's because you're not comfortable yet with them you just met them so you, it's not easy for you to express yourself True. so when when somebody goes to university they're now among us their fellow peers so they feel free to express themselves oh. yeah so so their fellow peers give them a safe space. It's, it's not all parents who would give their children a safe space, as in uh, that space that they can be free to express yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's always this. So say, ah, daddy. Some people, the picture of dad, dad they have is that the dad is very strict. Their mom beats, mm-hmm. <laughs> slaps and stuff. So they they they're not really free to express themselves. But when they're amongst them, they're, they're friends. They feel like they can fully express themselves and at times they feel like their friends won't judge them because they might be doing the same thing that their friends are doing so there's that uh idea of freedom which might not necessarily be freedom but there's that feeling of ah i'm free and you know how everybody talks about university so there's, there's something the mind again mm-hmm. there's something that people people go to university with a uh, perception I remember when I was in university, I had friends who went who went to university with that uh, idea they were seeing in movies whereby it's clubbing a lot. You know how movies oh, portray yeah, universities. Yeah. So I had friends who went to university with that mindset to say, okay, ah, where I'm going this side, I'm going to club like crazy. Yeah. I had friends who had ideas, who had lists, say, because uh, I was in... Be been been in China for university. Mm-hmm. I had friends, and and uh, it's been a place where by the people of, of different races. I, I yeah. had friends who went there with uh, mindsets of sleeping around with different of different. I mean, uh, ladies of different races. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I had this crazy friend he had the list actually. So you want it every time he sleeps with a, a girl of a different race. Yeah, he wants to ticks. Yeah, he wants to t- check it out of uh, it off list, the list. Come on. Yeah. So all I'm trying to say here is that at times it's expectation that we go into university with. True. Yeah, and I, I had other friends who were disappointed because university is not what they expected. Oh yeah, you know, like um, not deriving from what we're talking about about uh, people changing. One thing is um, university. I feel the people before us. 
are the reason we think you know like um being young and being around um people who are way older than me you get to like have conversations like oh no you know like uh especially when it comes to uh sex you know like women are free to talk about that and i feel like a lot of people portray to say when you go to university it's like you know free access to sex yeah it's like free access to cohabiting and <clears throat> the problem is when you don't do it so people make you feel like you're left out yeah peer pressure that's where the peer pressure comes in and honestly um i was literally telling this friend to say I don't think I feel like if you just sit and tell yourself okay like you know there's a certain point that we all come to realize that okay what I'm doing is wrong yeah you know and I feel that's where the turning point has to come yeah I feel like that's the turning point and I feel people miss it because uh when you reach a realization to say this is wrong it's your mind telling you to say yo bro you yeah. need to put your act together like if we go on like this we won't make it yeah you know coming back to what happened to you yeah you know and i feel a lot of people miss that and they in so doing they actually distort the true person they yeah. are and, and do you know why they miss that it's not that they miss it they suppress it because the more you ignore that the more it's suppressed mm-hmm. that, that's 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 the thing about uh, uh why what what is it called again I, I can say just morals mm-hmm. generally like the thing about uh, somebody going against what their morals is that it can be suppressed yeah so the moment that you feel okay this is wrong and you still do it next time you feel this is wrong you still do it it's like you know mm-hmm. morals at times mm-hmm. are like a voice mm-hmm. yeah that tells you to say this is wrong this is right and the more you don't heed to to your morals or to like the morals that society has set yeah the more that voice gets lower and lower you know you become you reach a point where you become so comfortable doing it True. initially you had some reservations ah, okay this is wrong but anyway i'll just do it but with time you reach a point by you're not even thinking about it being wrong maybe stop listening to your conscious yeah it's like uh when a person when when, when you kiss a person for the first time I like ah I don't like it. Maybe the next time. Ah I don't like it. before you know it. You it's not that you you like it now. It's just that you've gotten used to the yeah. act. Yeah. You know and you know I feel like us um our generation I don't want to disclude myself our generation we've we have really distorted a lot of things. Yeah. Not only through movies but through the internet and our line of thinking. Yeah. And this whole adaptation issue you know like it's sex nowadays is a norm yeah it's everywhere and love is something that has become like rare and toxicity this is what i was saying toxicity has become a preached thing a, a prestigious thing something that is worshiped you know and people actually can be toxic towards their education yeah you know because like Without knowing it you you find your friends at uni oh we're going to study a night before and everything bizangena but what we forget is that we all have different IQs mm-hmm. and our understanding levels are so different the level you're going to understand what you're going to study and the level that I'm going to understand it's like a totally different pace yeah 
yeah. unless we have the same IQ mm-hmm. you know and i feel that if somebody gives in to whatever they receive that they get in university you know university is like uh you know like something that gives you a decision like it's it's um law you know choose to do right or wrong Mm-hmm. You know, in as much as uh, this saying that we normally love, uh, we love using this phrase. I mean, that when a child is locked by the parents, like kept like an egg, the moment the parents take them to uni, that person will just like become wild and rampant. Do you know that it actually starts from us, the people, like us, the friends, who go like you, the way you, the way your parents keep you, the moment you just go to uni, you're going to be so outgoing and the like. And that's a seed. You see? Yeah, like like the uh, there's this poem I did. It was called uh, "Voices in My Head." Mm-hmm. So in in the poem, I talk, I addressed like re- a lot of sensitive issues, like uh, the first time that I masturbated. Yeah. Uh, the first time I kissed a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the first time that I saw a girl naked. Yeah. Yeah. So like in my poem, I'm talking about it's called "Voices in My Head." Mm-hmm. So each most of all these scenes started with a voice and somebody just said it i remember the first time i i kissed a girl it was a challenge mm-hmm. my friends actually challenged me you know mm-hmm. and that's how it happened yeah the first time that i masturbated it first of all started with uh i had this friend a female friend actually mm-hmm. so we used to have these crazy talks and stuff and she wants to ask me so have you ever masturbated before i said no so ah it's not normal for a man to grow up without masturbating. Mm-hmm. And I laughed about it like it was like a joke, you know, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. a few months later, I tried it out. And I think it was all because of what she said. What she said. That was like a seed. So that's the reason why we have to be careful with what we hear. Exactly. Yeah. But that times but you can't really control what you hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the question is, what do you do with what you hear? Yeah, that, yeah. That there are some things we are supposed to speak against. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you just hear it and you just laugh about it, it's still there in your mind. But I feel, but, but when we hear things, we have to reject them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that we don't agree with, things we never want to do, mm-hmm. we have to reject them. Yeah, yeah. But and really, and and, and that's it's the same thing with what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So the people will be like, I ah, know. You know, the way your mom is keeping you, you're like an egg. When you mm-hmm. go out there, you experience the world, you're going to get wild. Yeah. At times, it's because of the, that voice. Yeah, because yeah. like when the person goes, she'll be like, my friends already knew I was going to be this, so yeah. why not do it? Us, you know, like, it's going to be like Susan Onelam. Yeah. Susan Onelam, because they were expecting this. Yeah. And if I do it, they'll just be like, see, we told you. And... This is where proving a point comes yeah. I feel like it's all about... This is what I was telling my friend to say. Do you know why people change in university? Basically, it's about proving a point. Yeah. You know, in as much as we say it's personality or emotions, the big elephant in the room, it's proving a point. Yeah. Because um, in as much as... People think girls don't talk about things. Girls talk about things. And if anything, girls are the major body shamers. They are the major people. You will find uh, a video of 
somebody's naked body a female is put on social media and the masses that share it let me just say uh 80% to 20 who share it are female mm-hmm. you know instead of safeguarding what our girl is going through we see it as if she's a whole or trying to get our man or you know like that person you don't even know her you don't yeah. or you like you have never even come in contact with that person but you are sharing her nakedness yeah. as a woman which is totally wrong you know and it's all about like we want to prove a point why you go like Oh, oh my god you haven't had sex before like what are you waiting for yeah. and as you said the voices get mm-hmm. growing and as the voices grow we talked about suppressing right we feel yeah. to suppress it because you know you want to contribute to the next conversation yeah the next group chat you're gonna have like oh yeah even me my first time was like this my first time was like and it's all about proving a point and yeah. i was telling her to say the reason I got through high school, like I went back to school, like in grade 11, October, I never went uh, to school, grade 10 to like 11, throughout. I was so depressed. Like if anything, my mom knows how depressed I was after losing her, her sister. And I went through a lot. So, you know, when I see people in this generation talk about depression, it's just like, okay, people are just like, they misuse words. Like if you are depressed, you wouldn't even be this person right now. Yeah. Like real depression and whatnot, and I do not try to prove a point. Say, oh no, I'm more, I'm way more depressed than this person and whatnot. But when I went back to school, I studied like a mad person, you know. Yeah. I studied like a mad person, and it was like it's not because I wanted to pass, but I wanted to prove a point to my family members who were saying, "How can she go back to school in grade 11? She had to repeat her grade 10. She won't make it, you know? Yeah. And them saying that I studied so hard so that I can prove a point. Yeah. You know, not because I loved school or I wanted, but it's because I want. And proving a point becomes a drive. Yeah. yeah. You know, like until I do it, mm-hmm. I want them to see, you know, and it all comes to somebody changing you'll find out patrick that somebody is a christian you know like this person was prayerful you know like people would be like okay i want to be like that person they were prayerful when they went to when they were they were just staying home and in the moment they go to university you know and then they find other people as you said their peers you know like people they, yeah. they feel like especially when we are doing the same course we feel like we relate on the same level yeah you know and then people go like oh yeah you're so prayerful shiny 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 have you ever done this no i haven't ah do a kimbo shiny shiny you only (laughs) think you know like you only think like it's like it's so bad so that person will start working towards proving a point to prove that they're actually a somebody Mm -hmm. and and because one of the first things that people told me when i was in when my first week in university when i started getting to know people and stuff Mm -hmm. so this time we were were having a meal together and a lot of people yeah yeah so i think they were they were serving like some beers and stuff and one of them offered me i said oh sorry i I don't drink Mm -hmm. and was like oh you don't drink okay that's that's what everybody says yeah i'm just giving you some time you're, you're really going to start drinking because you see this guy well this guy was like drinking like crazy but when he came he said he didn't drink yeah so like um but i think what one one, one thing that helps us to stay who we are even in university 
Uh, okay, let, let me, before we even start talking, I think this is the next thing we should talk about. What mm-hmm. can help somebody stay who they are invested? Yeah. Uh, I wanted just to try listing down what we've talked about. We've talked about one of the things that tries to, as in what makes people change is the, at times it's just who they are. Yeah. And they've been given a space to really, mm-hmm. yeah, manifest that. At times it's peer pressure. We've spoken about at times it's proving a point. Yeah. At times the voices as in things that the people have, have spoken about mm-hmm. and at times i would say uh this is kind of close to peer pressure but there's a difference you know company mm-hmm. you know, when the bible is talking about bad company corrupts good morals oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's it's more than just peer pressure mm-hmm. you know it's about uh if i'm found with people who do something over and over it rubs on me and it looks like it's normal. yeah yeah so the peer pressure has to deal with people putting pressure on you to do something mm-hmm. uh let's say for example uh people are smoking and they keep on telling, ah, smoke you know it's like they're, they're pressuring you to do something exactly. but when the bible is talking about bad company corrupts good morals yes it, it includes peer pressure but i think the, the the large extent of it is that things rub on you yeah we are just like being around happy people can make you a happy person True. Being around people who do something over and over might make you like them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I feel at times it's because of the ki- kind of company that we choose. True. Yeah. Then there's a, the other part which I feel is yes, uh, school. School at times just changes you. Mm-hmm. You know, at, some people become depressed people because of their attitude towards school. You know, so I feel that really, really so many things that really make people change when they get into university. But I think the big question is, how does one stay who they are? You know, just to, to, to like, it's like what you said there to say bad company. You know, even this, uh, it also falls up uh, in, a, in, in the sense of proving something, yeah? Yeah. Where people like, uh, for example, a person plays around with people, plays with people who sleep around. You know, and then she goes like, I don't sleep around. They'll go like, birds with the same feathers flock together. Like, how can you not sleep around when you when you play with people? Yeah, so you find out that she's like, oh, okay. They think about me like, then why not do it? Yeah. But you're so right. Bad company, sometimes the company we keep, you know. And again, we don't know that the company we keep is bad because that's the company that, Im- yeah. you know, like they make us feel comfortable. Until you find it's like it's like tasting cake, Patrick. Like you taste cake for the first time. Whether that cake is wrongly baked, you know it's gonna taste nice. Yeah. Because you've never eaten cake from anywhere else. And the moment you go and taste cake from elsewhere, you'll be like, Oh, so there is more. You know? So it's like the moment we're gonna realize to say, Okay, what I'm doing is wrong is when you see somebody doing the right thing. Yeah. And the problem is Little are the people who do the right thing. And those people are normally suppressed by the people who do the wrong thing. Because one thing about people who do the wrong thing always want to drag others down with them. Yeah, that's true. So, I feel like that's one thing us, like, us youths really need to sit and think about. Like, okay, how will I stand up to such when it comes my way? And... How will I deal with it? Yeah. So true, you know? I feel like our generation, our generation, Manzi, like we, we adapt too easily to 
I don't know what you can call them trends or yeah, new yeah. things, <laughs> you know. And then we forget who we truly are, like yeah. the original us, the the real us. Yeah, you know that's what it's. It's the same with how African culture is dying. It's the same with our generation, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So ah, university is just university. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It can either make you or break you. True. Yeah, I always tell people to say. I used to say this about boarding school. To say boarding school would take it to the extremes. Mm-hmm. It's either you become extremely good or extremely bad. Mm-hmm. Usually, that's what boarding school does to people. Like, it's either you really come, 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 come back, like being really, really uh, this saint, mm-hmm. or you come back as somebody who's who's just lost, you mm-hmm. know. And that's 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 the thing. And I think one thing that can help people to stay uh, who they really are and not change when they go to university is one uh, understanding to say you don't have to prove anything to anyone Mm -hmm. just be you there's no need to prove anything to anybody you're not in university to please anyone exactly because at times we're in university just please our parents but I think university is more than our parents uh-huh. this is our lives and uh, these, these are our lives that we are we're going to live in university and after that it's our lives we'll continue living so it's, you don't have to it's not about pleasing your parents it's not about pleasing your friends it's not about uh, pleasing your lecturers and the like yeah and voices we talked we talked about how to we have to denounce these voices mm-hmm. as in things that people have spoken about us let's just not laugh about them but let's reject some of these things then uh even when it comes to peer pressure i'm one person who grew up believing not believing in peer pressure mm-hmm. yeah because i feel like in the end no matter how much you have been pressured in the end it's you who still makes the decision exactly it's not, it's not like somebody comes down and uh forces alcohol down your throat or chokes you're you still, to death you still have to agree at some point so uh when when dealing with peer pressure for me having this attitude to say it's it's it goes down to me actually agreeing exactly has helped me not to uh to always say no it's because of peer pressure and maybe it has, to, it has everything to do with my personality I'm, no, I'm more of an influencer than somebody who gets uh, easily influenced Influence. yeah okay for me it's not that I'm an influencer but um, I think it's because I saw peer pressure as something that was gonna hurt me oh yeah you know um, I grew up saying I don't want to stress. I hate things that stress me. And peer mm. pressure is one thing that is stressful. I thought, I always think, okay, since I was young, I always thought like a business person. And I was like, I don't want to be peer pressured because if I am peer pressured, I won't make a life out of myself. Yeah. You know, like there is nothing that I'm going to make out of myself because every time I'm going to be put in a corner, pressured, and I'm going to... The worst time to make a decision is when you're peer pressured. Yeah. You know? And I know uh, peer pressure is not something that you can be like, oh no, peer pressure, back out. You know, there are times that pressure comes, but yeah. before the pressure turns into peer pressure, you know, I feel like people misunderstand this. Like, we all have pressure. Like, pressure comes, it comes, it comes. 
you know but before it gets so bad you are able to deal with it yeah you know it's like um peers you know like we look up to our peers and whatnot it's something that's bigger than yeah than you you understand right so it's like mm-hmm. something that you can easily do it with your mindset you know yeah and i feel like that's why we, we like i don't know our generation mandy i just it's it's like uh we really need like prayers like massive massive prayers you know like and if our mentors would actually open our eyes you know to such things at an earlier age i feel not even our mentors if people are exposed to mentors at an early age yeah you know i feel like a lot of people will understand things Mm-hmm. in different ways. I think many people are trying to mentor a lot of young people which is an, an amazing desire to mm-hmm. do. But the problem is that people get mentorship so wrong and I think maybe next time we have a discussion we can talk about mentorship and how people have gotten it so wrong. But I would just say a few things. People think being a mentor is being a master. You know like people think being a mentor is to rule somebody. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in your the, life to rule you, just to control you, and like and mentorship is when it becomes like that, does not yield any fruit. True. Yeah, but mentorship is is, is something which is beautiful, and I think next time we should we should really talk about this. Yeah. Yeah.